Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Besta Prem Sai, uh, co-founder of Vecros. Prem is a graduate of IIT Delhi and has been working on his own venture since uh, 2018. Uh, hi Prem, welcome to ELI. Hi, hi Ranjan, hi everyone. Uh, thank you Ranjan for inviting me to Entrepreneur Launches India. Um, Really looking forward to have a great discussion with you. Uh, Prem, I'd uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Sure. Uh, well, I am. Um, well, my name my name goes as Besta Prem Sai. Um, I'm from a small town from uh, Andhra Pradesh, uh, South India. Uh, I'm a graduate from Delhi, 2018 batch uh, with uh, uh, degree in uh, B.Tech in Engineering and Physics. While I was in college, uh, uh, from my second year itself, we started something called a remote club. So it was all driven by passion by students. And then I carried it forward uh, with help of some of my professors and some uh, grants from IIT Delhi itself. I was able to pursue my dream and uh, this is now Vecros. We are into, Vecros is into industrial inspections using drones and other robotic systems to completely automate any type of anomaly detection or uh, other type of uh, faults that happen in industrial settings. Tell us in uh, detail what uh, what all Vecros uh, uh, does to a, a company or, uh, or a client. Yeah, well, um, so if you if I want to put it together in simple words, um, uh, companies, especially very big companies uh, who handle our day-to-day, -day, who are not in picture of our day-to-day -day lives, but uh, play critical role like oil and gas sector, warehouse companies, and other sector companies, factories and chemical plants. So they have, all have critical assets that, uh, <clears throat> critical equipments that need to be inspected uh, uh, time to time in real time. They have, uh, what do you say, they already have a lot of safety protocols and uh, systems in place, which alert and which uh, try to minimize any error if they found in the system. But what the people want is, uh, whoever is making the decision they want bird's eye view of uh, entire setting so that um, if there is any error whether it can be a false alarm or it can be a, or it can be a really a problem so they need to have the third uh, um, bird's eye view that that's where we come in where uh, we'll have a group of drones on the deployed on the setting where when with just one click of a button, they will fly, they will go to that area, inspect it, and they will give you live feed, um, with which you can take further decisions. And also we package it with some AI and ML computer vision-based algorithms, which provide you real-time insights saying, okay, this is the fault or this is just a false alarm. Okay, interesting. Now tell us uh, how it all got started uh, with uh... Uh, what vision or with uh, what idea did you did you start and who all came together with you to start this venture? Yeah. Well, um, so so the origin uh, of the Vecros is somewhat like, uh, what do you say, it is not very pre-planned -pre since I was just a graduate from Italy. I mean, just a college student, kid out of his fourth year trying for placements or something else. So before I was <clears throat> before I was into uh, startups itself because I did tell you as you know um, most of the startups right now in India who are unicorns 
have some of uh, Idea India alumni. They keep on coming to our campus and uh, inspire us uh, on taking the path of entrepreneurship and creating value in the society. Uh, that's what got uh, motivated me. Uh, coming to the uh, company or the idea that I chose to work on, it is an iterative process. Uh, first, I was fixed on uh, the sector that I wanted to go was fixed. Like I wanted to do industrial inspections where drones are very much needed uh, than in other sectors, which like photography or other uh, sectors. Um, combined with my skills, uh, where, as I said, I started my uh, air modeling club when, uh, when I was in sophomore. Um, so there we were a bunch of students who came together uh, with our own funds and also some funds from Boeing India. Uh, who helped us to establish a club and uh, do some experimentation and uh, um, come out with really cool ideas that uh, that nobody would think of. So so that's how like it started. Um, but it was very, uh, as I say, it is like half-hearted thing since I was uh, also doing my research in Idaho Delhi after my graduation. I was uh, awarded a Design Innovation Fellowship where I was pursuing research on uh, how to control drones autonomously without any pilot in um, so there I met my co-founder Hanish. So Hanish was a M-Tech graduate, uh, post-graduate, uh, working under the same professor I was working. So we were able to tinker uh, with some algorithms in our lab and we thought, okay, this is how, this is going to be game changer if you go outside. Um, and that's where we started and we reached out to a lot of people. It started in 2020, January itself. Three months later, the COVID happened and most of the work suspended. But after that, uh, we got really good traction and now we are here. Speaking of uh, traction, can you tell us uh, how many uh, how many companies are using your uh, drones right now and what kind of impact they have been uh, witnessing? Yeah, uh, so we are, we are in our MVP stage actually. Uh, we are not in sales as of now. Uh, we are doing uh, pilot projects, demos and uh, proof of concepts with uh, clients. Uh, some of the clients include... Uh, uh, Sterilite Technologies Limited, also Mahindra Logistics, and right now we have onboarded another client. Um, so all are related to uh, inspections itself. So long range where humans can't go, and it is very difficult for human to reach. Very, I mean, in time sense, like there, it's it's uh, feasible to send a drone than uh, human. So th those are the places where we have done proof of work. Uh, for uh, Mahindra Logistics, we have done uh, uh, ML-based uh, warehouse inspection where uh, drone will scan entire warehouse without any QR code or RFID tag. It will identify different types of boxes and it will give you real-time analysis. Can you tell us how did you find uh, these clients and how did you approach them? Uh, because as I understand, most of your core team is uh, 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 engineering-centric. Uh, how did you find the uh, opportunity to pitch to these clients and convert them? Well, uh, so so Stellite, they uh, we approached them via Startup India program, uh, Startup India portal. Uh, there was a competition in which uh, if companies participate, they'll get a chance to pitch to uh, companies and then they can work together. So that's why we onboarded Sterlite. We were winner of that uh, competition, Sterlite Innovation Challenge. And coming to Mahindra, we have um, 
so since our main focus is in technology part we have partners and uh, distributor basically sales partners you can say um so we have uh, since our, we are a drone company and we have drone service providers in our market who provide services by using drones so we work closely with them and they pass on leads to us uh, whenever uh, we find a right appropriate use case so that's how we were able to convert uh, clients it's more of connecting with uh, people in the market like uh, as i said there are a lot of so many people involved in the same market who are trying to solve the same problem so better talk to them and understand uh, uh, what they lack and wh- what are the market condition what how the client feels so that you can also uh, pass on if, you, if the scope of work is not uh, in your hands to others and if they can also pass on to you if the scope of work is not in your hands now that you have got some traction as well as you have got uh, investors uh, backing you uh, what is the uh, game plan from here on uh, what is your vision so so uh, the investors and traction didn't change any game, game plan we had it just accelerated one so we wanted to launch a drone uh, into the market uh, especially catering industrial inspections Uh, which is in final stages now it's 80% complete and uh, we are into right now recruiting um, recruiting highest talent possible because our most of the work involves a lot of innovation that to be uh, brought from research to technology areas um, so that's um, so coming six months we are into completely into recruiting and product launch and uh, marketing speaking of recruitment what kind of people are you seeking or uh, even if you hired uh, some people what is the one thing uh, you see in them that makes you think that this is the right person for the job okay uh, well mostly i look at uh, execution part whether the uh, person is uh, i mean obviously the passion is one thing that i, I want to see um, because uh, my philosophy is that i want to work with people who, from whom i can learn more um so there are a lot of things that i can't uh, do and i want to learn um, and i specifically want to recruit people who are good at uh, at their domains so that i can also learn from them and uh, i am good at some domains and they can also learn from something from me and uh, and coming to uh, the kind of mentality the execution part where in startups at early stages we need a right mentality right team can execute clearly uh, without any group thinking or other uh, you know other dilemmas that in place when you put lot of people together so we really want to see a person who is very well driven and um, getting things done within deadline and like you know uh, and also passionate enough which is just i think uh, very difficult to find <laughs> but yeah we are trying what are the different challenges you have faced uh, so far or facing right now as a venture challenges there are a lot uh, <clears throat> every day there is a new challenge that i can't uh, specifically point out to one challenge uh, to generally categorize the challenges we can say uh, the team is the one challenge where you do find, you have people and there there are a lot of parameters that come with the day when you have a team, group of people working on a project um, especially in the covid times we don't know like some team members their uh, 
um, health is not uh, good i mean like um, so and uh, there you get a project to be halted so one one challenge is the team like having right candidates and also having right parameters in place so they work together and they give productive work another one is the financial obviously so that we have enough runway uh, before we get into product uh, before we end our uh, runway or before we get into sales so that uh, we can launch our product uh, and have some sales in place so that is one challenge the financials are the another challenge and uh, overall uh, overall uh, again the client relations um, doing product development and uh, everything is one side and also getting business getting clients trust and uh, uh, reaching out to them at the correct time for the opportunity is also one challenge uh, that we are facing right now did you pivot your business model along the way uh pivot in sense they uh, as i said it's a uh, incremental change uh, first we didn't had any idea about business model um so as soon as we met with the client we uh, got to know what is what what they are comfortable with i mean i have two three models in mind how how i have to pro- proceed with the drone process i mean selling my drones or like renting them out or giving them as a service drone as a service kind of model but until i uh, don't speak to my client i am not aware of uh, what works so so right now we we have seen only maybe three to four clients and also we have some uh, we have some ad data and survey data that we taking care uh, uh, taking put for the business model validation um so with that uh, we were able to boil down to one idea but it is not a um, how can i say it is not a um, single method that you okay you decide this is the business model today and will continue it for 5 years and it will make you an unicorn it is a continuous process that, that i believe um, it is continuously changing as your client base grows uh, so right now the business model that i have is completely suitable to the clients that i am dealing with but uh, in future if there is any new model that uh, clients uh, want and they want changes then we are ready to incorporate it now we'll uh, talk about your personal side uh, of entrepreneur uh, so uh, can you tell us when did you think of entrepreneurship and why did you think about uh, becoming an entrepreneur uh, so uh, so it started in my third year or so where i was um, given a chance to go on an uh, internship to a foreign country and you know? or to uh, stay back and uh, do do a research project um so there um, before itself we i was into lot of gigs i i kind of developed a small game uh, video game with my help of my friend and we were able to launch it on play store and get some traction so it, it was all all uh, like uh, in in my college days itself i was uh, doing some couple of trades and uh, i was able to do convince people that uh, Uh, what i am doing is needed to them and then once that internship <clears throat> thing came uh, it became clear that uh, i wanted to pursue this side of the field uh, than the glamour that is associated associated with the other choice that i have uh, which is to take a foreign internship go abroad and do some internship in an animal rehabilitation space which i don't do 
personally but it was a tough call to take because uh, back then uh, as you know you are always judged by the actions of the choices that you make um so back then it was not very convincing to people to uh, say that i am into entrepreneurship and i don't want to sit to placements uh, but later on it, it became clear that uh, um i am able to do what i want to do and pursue as my goal so i can say it is my in third year summer interns or like fourth year starting where the placement session starts because i was really hating the process of going through an interview and uh, instead of selling my resume i want to sell my products it's simple as that uh, if i want to put it in one line as an entrepreneur uh, you have to stay very energetic all the time and uh, you have to be consistent uh, also uh, many of the entrepreneurs say that they don't take leaves they even work on sundays they work uh, 12 hours a day so uh, entrepreneurship is a very tiring and restless journey can you tell us how do you manage such a such a very uh, uh, you know uh, energy drawing uh, process well um... for that the simple answer is that uh, you need to be really involved in what you are doing um since um, whatever you are hearing from other entrepreneurs it's just that uh, uh, only if they are asked about these things they acknowledge that they have been in a lot of stress but once they are involved in it uh, it becomes like obsessive uh, obsessive passion where you are com- continuously obs- obsessed about uh, getting the product done getting the business done you can't separate life from business uh, in that case because the stakes are very high when you are in startup because it's once you have the team it's not just your uh, dream it is also the survival of the team that you need to take care yes it is somewhat stressful um, it is only stressful if it if you are thinking it um, uh, if you are not um, ha- if you don't have systems in place uh, that that take care of some of the stress from your table um, let's say uh, two scenarios where uh, you have the product business and everything on your shoulders and you are just two two member team then it is com- completely a stressful environment and if you have 10 clients very big clients that you need to manage it's very stressful uh, uh, environment but if you have taken some risk and offered it to, to some of the team members like say six to uh, seven team members then it's a less stressful environment and you can give more productivity it's all the trade off that you need to uh, take care so that's what i do when i when i was in stressful moments uh, i i tend to trade off uh, i tend to list out the trade offs that i have to do and then uh, uh, ignore them whatever i want to ignore uh, and then continue the work let's say if i want to stop the product development i will stop it and then i will just completely focus on business development or else if uh, there is a chance we can hire someone immediately or to get things done i will do that there are a lot of things i mean i think it comes with practice being in iit it is one of such advantages that we get because we work very close to a lot of deadlines uh, in college and environment itself it is very stressful and competitive which i think will have prepared us for uh, such kind of environments speaking of trade offs can you tell us one uh, tough trade off or uh, decision that you had to make Uh, where uh, both sides of the decision looked equally good or bad 
so so <clears throat> so so the ration itself uh, um, that i remember uh, uh, boils down to my placement session that i said I, that's a very tough call because uh, i didn't register across in my fourth year it was after my fourth year when i got the fellowship and actually in ideally placement session happens in fourth year first sem uh, if you are not if you don't hear that you will be left to fourth year second sem placement sir where the companies that turn out to recruit the people are very less so you have to right now like you have to make decision one year before whether you need to sit in placements and go through the process or you need to do something else it was very um, <clears throat> as i said if i have been rational i would have chosen uh, uh, placements itself um, but uh, but some somehow i i felt that it is uh, it is kind of a comfort zone that i am choosing uh, if i some somehow pull uh, push myself into non comfort zone i i may come up with a solution uh, that will keep me going on for uh, without any package or without any placement i deliberately wanted to see that to me like kind of experiment kind of thing what happens if i put myself in non comfort zone um, so that was a very tough call because uh, uh, i didn't say to my parents then that i am opting out from placements only after uh, my graduation they get got to know that uh, i opted out of placements i am doing something else uh, but after i took the decision i was able to land upon some two three grants Uh, which ideally just floated for people who are who want to uh, pursue entrepreneurship, which luckily happened to be um, where I got a wonderful mentor. Uh, my uh, right now professor, uh, he's a professor at IIT Delhi, um, who helps us in technology development. Uh, it's kind of connecting dots when I see backward, uh, but but back then it was a very tough call to take. Uh, that if I have to go forward, take some package. come back when i want to do the entrepreneurship or like uh, just go right now and uh, do it yourself i am sure your parents should have been very angry after hearing that you have left the placement process yeah definitely they were like it came like a surprise to them because i was all along lying about my placement session so uh, coming to the final question i have for you what is the different learnings you have got as an entrepreneur which can shorten the learning curve of other entrepreneurs out there who are listening to you right now um so one important learning is the experimentation um so i was i was uh, thrown back to my basics in science class where in a two any way, any way to validate the ways to experiment it so in business also if you see very any company they are always experimenting um, they are always uh, change uh, driving the trend and uh, and the best results that you see are outcomes of those experiments and numerous experiments that go unnoticed um, let's say nike or apple apple uh, which happened to uh, bring out good uh, iphone products uh, fail a lot in their labs than in the market so you need to experiment a lot uh, in terms of whatever the parameter you have 
we just can't grab a bunch of people and throw throw some money on it and sit and debate on an idea if you want to uh, go further or not if you have two ideas split up the team into two and start working on those two ideas uh, it's the only way to know what works uh, actually because uh, no one has complete idea when they start so uh, so only way to figure out uh, what works is to work on that so that's that's the simple like um, very hard and lesson that i learned uh, by, by being in this journey for uh, more than 2 years uh, experiment 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 uh, or can say in normal terms execute 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 so that's the uh, simple uh, lesson i want to uh, share with the audience today well uh, i'd say it was a great pleasure to host you and uh, have you on our uh, platform thanks for your time prem and our best wishes for vecros thank you ranjan thank you very much uh, thanks everyone